Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with the wheat headlines for this week, well, the wheat market takes the lead. Analysts have cut Russian production forecasts sharply and US maize conditions decline further. Wheat has developed its own story, which had until recently been dominated by the potential for large reductions in global maize production prospects. Drought in the US and Canadian spring wheat areas is expected to reduce yields by about 35%, with many crops expected to be ensiled or abandoned altogether as the drought continues. Russian wheat production estimates have been cut as a result of a 1.2 million hectare cut in winter wheat area, higher winter kill and disappointing early yields, which are expected to deteriorate further as the harvest progresses into the spring wheat areas. Analysts are now talking between 75 to 77 million metric tonnes against the USDA's 85 Kazakhstan's spring wheat areas are also suffering drought conditions, which has prompted analysts to drop their production ideas to 11 million tonnes. The USDA said 13, although this may be offset by better yields in the Ukraine. Torrential rain and flooding in Europe, particularly in Germany and France, is causing quality and yield concerns, whilst optimism that the UK crop could be 15 million metric tonnes plus will depend on yield, as the AHDB farm survey estimated the area at 1.742 million per hectare, which was below trade estimates. EU Black Sea production, Romania and Bulgaria, has increased by 2.5 million metric tonnes combined from earlier forecasts. Maize prices have been reactive to US weather forecasts, which continue to demonstrate an east-west split. Ideas that yield in the east, which has received an abundance of rain, will compensate for the extended drought in the west, appear fanciful, which will make it difficult to attain the USDA's record yield projections, with the weekly crop condition report showing further declines. The Brazilian maize crop, which was planted late, suffered drought and frost damage and even saw snow last week and is now seen sub-85 million tonnes, USDA said 93. Their domestic prices are trading above the export equivalent with reports that they are importing large quantities from neighbouring Argentina, who themselves are suffering from record low water levels on the Panama River, which is causing logistical problems. China is rumoured to have bought 1 to 2 million tonnes of US maize following the recent drop in prices. The USDA's Global Wheat and Maize Global Supply and Demand estimates require some major surgery to more accurately reflect supply reductions, with overall global wheat production estimates likely to be down 15 million metric tonnes plus from their July forecast. The demand side of the equation has been slow to get going, but is showing signs of improvement, particularly for milling wheat with Pakistan, Algeria, Turkey and Egypt all launching tenders. Consumers have been reluctant buyers on ideas that the USDA's balance sheets reflected adequate stocks, which now does not look to be the case. The late harvest in Europe and Russian export taxes have also contributed to the slow start. Concern is being expressed that the spread of the COVID Delta variant could impact demand, although this is more likely to affect fuel more than food, as has been the case in earlier lockdowns. Continuing dryness in Argentina and Brazil may also indicate an early return of a La Nina weather event. 
Going forward, consumers need to extend their cover. Global stocks of wheat and maize are tightening and farmers will be strong sellers once they have satisfied the harvest movement, cash needs, which should underpin prices. On to malting barley. The headlines this week. Well, there's good progress on winter barley, although ongoing mixed results. And Denmark shows early promise. A good few days has seen decent progress made with the winter barley harvest, with the north some way behind the south. Varied results across the board have seen maltsters adjust specifications to capture as much usable barley as possible, with screenings and retentions the main issues. Some more early cut springs have been seen, and these samples suggest good yields and low nitrogens. However, these are early results. Weather looks set to break again in the UK from Thursday, which will curtail further activity to early next week. Further afield, Denmark has now started its spring barley harvest, with early results looking promising. French and German crops remain mixed following the heavy and some destructive weather patterns seen over there. Many growers are looking to get spring barley cut and in the barn before marketing. However, with values tracking gains in feed values, premiums remain good and worth speaking with your local open field farm business manager for the latest updates. On to oil seeds and this week's headlines. Well, there's slow progress being made. Better US crop prospects weigh and will China step back in a buy? As the UK harvest progresses, albeit slowly, UK values have seen the domestic crush follow Matif futures but maintain a keenness to keep seed moving to mills as opposed to stores as it becomes available. There have been some mixed results in terms of yields. However, early oil results have been a little disappointing. Matif futures have eased back over the week, weighed upon by unexpected improvement in US soybean conditions, along with falling crude, soy and palm oil prices, driven by concern over demand with China having been absent for nearly seven weeks. Canadian canola prices have also slid early in the week, even with further reductions in their production prospects. EU crop production numbers are being debated at present, with some seeing a reduction, with others seeing it unchanged. Either way, another large import year is required. Previously, these imports have come from Canada, Ukraine and Australia. As reported, Canada is taking a knife to its own production ideas, which will likely limit exports, possibly by 1.5 million tonnes to only 0.5 million tonnes to the EU, whilst Ukraine's harvest is also delayed and production impeded by poor weather. Australia appears the only bright spot, with ideal growing conditions seen thus far. The market will keep an eye out for next week's USDA crop progress report, along with any signs of impact that the escalating case count of COVID in China has to them returning to the market. On to pulses with beans, the old crop continues to see the odd inquiry for top-up requirements, but limited to southern parts of the UK. Elsewhere, old crop requirements seem satisfied. New crop markets have a few more notable inquiries this week, with some trade being completed. Premiums have narrowed on the back of the crop outlook, which remains positive, and consumers keen to wait and see what harvest brings. And for peas, while the market remains quiet domestically, with again the idea that consumers forecast a good crop and are happy to wait to see samples before making decisions. We still have some buyback contracts available for 2022 crop, so please speak with your open field farm business manager for more details. 
And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for August, 170 to 176 pounds. November, 176 to 182. Feed barley for August, 146 to 152. November, 154 to 160. Oilseed rape for August, well, no change, 440 to 445x, and November, 447 to 453x. And finally, beans for August, 200 to 205x, and November, 208 to 213x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.